writing under the influence of Mother Nature and Human Nature. Join award-winning author Lisa Lawson as she tends her garden and soul. Her blog and podcast are at cheaperthanpsychotherapy.com. The Seeds of a Broken Promise The seeds my Mennonite ancestors brought from Russia changed America. Maybe my ancestors' seeds will join the corn seeds from the Cherokee Nation or seeds rescued from the Syrian Civil War. They're all stored at the Svalbard Global Sea Vault in Norway. There's room for 4.5 million seeds. Maybe they room for my ancestors' seeds. Long before my ancestors knew the word biodiversity, they grew crops that were diverse. Their seeds offered more productive crop varieties, and they're essential to farmers who must grow more on a warming planet. My ancestors were asked to grow more under difficult conditions, first in Russia and then in the United States. When they left Russia for the Great Plains, they carried an insurance policy in trunks, sewn into the hems of their clothing, and stuffed in their pockets. Seeds. The wheat seeds my Russian ancestors brought with them changed the Midwest. They perfected and cultivated a variety of spring and winter wheat in Russia that grew well on the Great Plains. It grew so well that it turned Kansas into the world's leading wheat producer. But it started with a broken promise. Around 1762, my ancestors living in Germany accepted an invitation from Catherine the Great of Russia. They were asked to teach farming practices and turn poor land into crops to feed her growing masses. In exchange, she promised these persecuted and pacifist German Mennonites religious freedom and exemption from military service. The Falk family made the long trek from Germany down to the Dnieper River, not far from the Black Sea in Russia. Disappointment followed. After draining the swamps and perfecting a new variety of wheat that brought record harvests, all promises were revoked. Not one to waste time over broken promises, they sent scouts to America to find a new home. And in the 1870s, America sent flyers to Russia to lure these famed farmers to new Midwestern territories. It was a two-way transcontinental public relations campaign funded by the largest landholders, the railroads. My ancestors built trunks for their belongings, and they left Russia, but only after loading up with seeds of all kinds, mulberry, Russian olive, vegetables and herbs, watermelon, dill, summer savory, sorrel, and wheat. They arrived in planting season, ready to plant. After the locals gawked at these new Russians, they gawked at the waves of wheat that covered Kansas, Nebraska, and the Dakotas in Minnesota, where my ancestors ultimately settled. These Russians had turned the Great Plains into the breadbasket, the granary of the world. Wherever the Russian Mennonites went, they worked and worshipped hard. They were highly literate, peaceful, and frugal, and they were known to break into song freely. One local reporter observed, One of the pleasing features of the Russian presence in our town is their singing. All have good voices, and none have any hesitancy in displaying their vocal accomplishments. And they stayed through droughts, depression, and swarms of grasshoppers.
I was swapping family stories with my uncle, and he told me he rescued a small seed packet from my grandparents' belongings after they died. He believes this packet came from his Russian grandparents. Written on the outside are three German words, von kleiner Weiss, from small white. And these seeds from a small white melon, maybe? My family, my recent family research has introduced me to ancestors I've wondered about. Farther north, my Norwegian ancestors were very busy too. I have yet to discover what they were doing. Raping and pillaging has been suggested. I'm still working on that branch of the family. Lately, I've been conferring with these Russian and Norwegian ancestors I never knew. If my uncle sends those small white seeds to the seed bowl, my two family trees will unite. I wonder what those little white ones will become. Juicy little white melons? Maybe the next generation will know. But I can't stop thinking about them and salvaging seeds of my own. Hard-pressed by pandemic, pestilence, rising temperatures and sea levels, stronger storms, wars, and the world's largest number of people on the move, what we leave behind and what we save matters. There are so many seeds to save and no time to waste.